Hey guys, welcome to You Got This, The Journey. I'm your host, Shannon Andrus. I'm on a journey right now to become the absolute best version of me. I want to find ways that I can improve mentally, physically, and spiritually. So every week, I'm going to open up about my journey and talk about tips and tricks of what's working for me and what's not working for me. I'll also be interviewing guests who will share their stories too. Together, we will inspire one another to become the absolute best versions of ourselves. So join me every week on this journey. And remember, you got this. Journeyers, I got a question for you. I'm coming in hot with a big question because I want to know and get you ready for today's episode. Do you have a Peloton? Okay, for those of you who said yes, or for those of you who said no, and you've envisioned yourself riding on that Peloton, sweaty, glistening, so in shape, loving life, have you ever envisioned yourself, or for those of you who have it, have you ever tried dancing on it? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think you did, but let me tell you something. My guest today, Brittany Crossan, she is a Peloton dancing machine. She's got the treadmill and the bike, and she went viral on social media for her dancing skills while she's working out promoting positivity, helping people grow their brand. And she's also a mental health advocate. So I'm so excited for you guys to hear the interview that I have with her today. But of course, what would today's episode be if I didn't give you journey updates? Which not going to lie are pretty freaking boring this week because nothing has happened. (laughs) But I am like totally okay with that. I feel like I have been go, 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 go. And I like kind of need a week of just like relaxing but still getting shit done but not being like something crazy happening you know what I mean so a couple of updates but not much and I don't want to drag this out because I want you to hear this interview with Brittany because I mean I'm biased but I really loved it so anyway what happened this week well I finally finally finished my first book of 2022 and you know that one of my goals for my bucket list this year is to read more books than I did last year and I honestly am not looking at right now because I'm hidden in my closet recording (laughs) but you know it's more than last year so it's it's a high number um for me anyway but I finally finished my first book and it was The Lion Game which I'm giving a 7 out of 10 It was a mystery novel and I definitely didn't, you know, get the story till the end. Like I was like wondering like what's going on, where's this going to go, what happened, blah, blah, blah. But it didn't leave me disturbed. (laughs) And I kind of want to be disturbed after I read a mystery novel. So if you're like not into mystery, I'm going to say that's a safe mystery book to read. It was good. It actually was one of those things where I was like, this would be a very interesting TV show or movie. And, And who knows, it probably could be. I just have no idea. But I think that would be a really cool way to watch it. So not a bad first book. Writing on to my next one. And I decided for this year, I'm going to do a fiction book, self-help book. Fiction book, self-help book. Because I need to have a good balance. I want to be learning, you know, books about people or advice from others on mindset and really, you know, help to to help me on my journey to learn more about how we can be better living our lives, getting those opportunities that we want. But I also want to have fun and I want to read a fiction novel where I get to like envision characters and the storyline and be wrapped into a different world. You know what I mean? So that's my pattern for this year. I'm going to go fiction, nonfiction. Boom. There we go. Um, So yeah, I'll let you know what my next book is and I'm excited to start getting these books down. And it's really nice, really every day choosing to not do screen time for like at least 30 minutes and go to painting or reading like I've been telling you guys. 
And reading was a strong one this week because, you know, as you get to the last part of those books, it's like that's where finally the story is like clicking and everything's happening. You can't put it down. So I was reading a lot this week and I just I feel better when I look at a screen all day. Like I feel like the day has passed me. It's like, whoa, like where have I been? It's like I've just been like warped into watching this thing for far too long. So it's been really nice and it's helped me feel a lot better just taking that time to read and step away from the screen before I go to the screen later on because I'm not giving up Vanderpump Rules or any of my other Bravo TVs that I love. You all know that. So that has been really awesome. I'll keep you guys all up to date on that journey. And of course, we will have a social media uh, screen time episode coming later this year. So if you have any questions on that, make sure you're sending them my way. But what else, what else happened this week? Well, therapy was was good. I, I tiptoed, I dabbled in this exposure therapy that my therapist wants me to do. And I went to therapy saying like, I started crying and I was like, I've been anxious about therapy because exposure therapy is giving me anxiety and I don't want to effing do it. And my therapist like gave me a very small glimpse into what it was. And honestly, you guys, like it was way worse in my head than what it actually was. Now, granted, we didn't get into, I think, the really hard parts of exposure therapy, but just the start of identifying the triggers and more so like the onset of a lot of things that are giving me anxiety. It was super helpful. And it really helped me to not feel like, like, why the heck am I this way? You know what I mean? Like, why do I get anxious over these things? Um, she kind of helped me to to identify the cause of it. And once I found the cause, I didn't feel like so wacky with all of this, if that makes any sense. So I love therapy. You guys know that. But I think it's really good to identify those problems because if you're feeling lost, you're feeling like, why am I this way? you can, you know, find those those reasons, those answers through therapy. And I'm starting to do that and and it's been rough, but I know it's gonna be worth it. So so that was exciting. And and altogether it's been a great week. I did some outreach emails, got some speaking gigs lined up. It's everything's going good. But to be honest, I didn't do much. Like a lot of this week was me sitting on my ass, relaxing, because I just needed to take a break from my mental health. You know, I wanted to have a lot more time outside because this week we had a couple of really nice days where I was able to work outside a bit more or when I got outside I didn't want to work I just want to sit there and enjoy the sun or you know it was just like right after work I don't want to be continuing any type of work I just want to relax and go to my book so I don't really have anything crazy this week except I took a lot of time for myself and if you're not doing that you absolutely absolutely should you know I think that a lot of us can get into a hustle bustle phase feel like there's so much to do And we can get lost in it where we don't take care of ourselves. So if that's you, take that extra time for yourself. And I did. And today I cleaned. And I'm happy about that because a clean house, ooh, it smells good. I feel good. And I'm ready to go. Go relax in it. Like enjoy the clean home. You know what I mean? So anyway, I hope that next week I have way more of exciting journey or updates for you. But I'm just going to go ahead and let you guys listen to this episode and hear what my girl Brittany has to say. She is awesome. Here it is, you guys. Enjoy. All right. Hello, my journeyers, and welcome to another episode of You Got This, The Journey. I'm your host, Shannon Andrus, and with me today, I have the dancing Peloton queen herself, Miss Brittany Crossan. <laughs> Brittany, <laughs> welcome to our show. <laughs> Thank you, Shannon. I love it. Peloton dancing woman. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I wanted to ask you, cause like when I think of you, like, obviously that's like, like one of the first things I think of, cause I just see you on Instagram doing that all the time. But like, I know you're so much more than that. And you have so many other things you do with your business. Like, I hope that's not offensive that like, that's what no. I think of and what I call nope. you. No, to- no, I'm not that person. You know, like how you would always hear about like actors and they'd be like, I don't want to be typecast and I have to change and not do this TV show anymore because I want to explore. And I'm like, it's fine. I'm embracing this. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Cause like I did theater in college We're we're so similar. I started to realize, right. yeah, as I was going through your bio, I was like, Oh my God, we're like so similar, but I was a freshman in college and there was a senior who was recently in um, a Shakespeare play. What I forget what play it was exactly, but long story short, I saw him in the dorm room and I said, Oh my gosh, you played so-and-so I loved you in that show. And he turned to his friend and he was like, Ugh. I hate when people recognize me by my stage name. I was so pissed. And so maybe I don't recognize your ass ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Snap. So I think that's why I like double check because I'm like, you're not offended. Are you? (laughs) Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The the Peloton dancing journey uh, has been amazing. And I know we'll talk about that later, but it's just been absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I can't wait to dive into today's conversation because I feel like we've become such good friends on like Instagram and clubhouse. And I feel like I know you, but then I'm like, wait, I don't know her at all. Like I don't know her story. I don't know her journey. And you guys, if you don't know Brittany, I'm going to be tagging her everywhere. Like she will not be hard to miss. She's going to be in the show notes. She's going to be on Instagram. You will be able to find our guest today, but you have to go there and you have to see this confident, awesome woman that I get to see every day. And truly I am inspired by, like, I'm not just saying that to just like get you pumped up for today's interview, (laughs) but I truly mean that. So I want to dive like right into it. So how did it start with it? Small Biz Society? Was it your podcast? Where did your journey begin? Well, the journey that you're all seeing uh, publicly on social media began, well, my love for social media began back in the MySpace days. Okay. Uh, I know I'm aging myself. Um, I'm, I had MySpace. I'm 41. I'm okay. You did. All right. Yes. Cause I know you're, I know you're younger than me. Um, but yeah, so, you know, and, and as you mentioned, we have in common, um, theater performing and whatnot. So I started as a performer, like as a dancer, whenever I was like three in dance class. Right. And so it's my whole, and I loved it. So my whole childhood, my whole upbringing, teen years, high school, you know, I was doing dancing. I was doing talent shows. I was a cheerleader. It was just like any chance to get in front of an audience. Um, that was just my life. And that's all I ever envisioned for my life. I wanted to be on, um, TV on a sitcom, like full house. Like that was the plan. That was what's that. Speaking of full house, I'm wearing my Bob Saget shirt. Um, but anyway, so, so that was the plan and and it was just, it made me feel so happy, right. To perform. And then, um, whenever I discovered my space, I was like, this is like one big ass stage. This is amazing. <laughs> um, that's the way that I looked at it. And, um, I long story short, I, I never made the big move to go like I'm in Houston. So I never made the big move to go to New York or to LA life, you know, happened. And so what I found over my love of social media as it like evolved and over time is that it's actually really providing similar results as what maybe venturing off to New York or to LA would have done as a, as an actor. Um, but in this totally weird, unique, twisted, different way. Yeah. 
I mean, it, that's what it feels like. It feels like a big ass stage and it's so fun to me. So I fell in love with social media in general, but it becoming a business was really, this is so weird. Cause I used to think people are so full of crap whenever they said like things just happened, but I'm here to say things just happened. Um, <laughs> because I started having like a couple of business owner friends want me to do their social media for them, for their business, just after seeing me being active on it, you know, just like in general. <laughs> and wow. I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute, you're going to pay me to do this. (laughs) This is amazing. And so one thing led to another, I had a couple of little clients and, and it was part-time for a really long time. I have two children and my husband was, um, for a long time for the whole time I knew him basically was in like the corporate America world, but in construction. And so like, sometimes he would work out of town for months at a time, weeks at a time. It was early, early mornings that, you know, so I was the primary, like parent in charge of shit, you know? And so, so I just had to work part-time. I couldn't manage to do, you know, both in the situation. And, um, and I had the business, I had a few clients, you know, helping them with their social media by myself, just a one woman show. And then I guess it was back in, cause that was several years back. So in 2019, fall of 2019, I decided to start a podcast <laughs> and because I loved podcasts. Did you, did you love podcasts before you were a podcaster? Yes. I love And them. it was so it for me. And I don't know if you felt the same way, but it felt so out of reach because like I listened to Joe Rogan, call her daddy and these people who are backed up by like huge, huge companies and yeah. agencies. And I'm like, how does like one start a podcast at home? Like it just felt so crazy to me. Right. Yeah. And and it's so exciting. And like, whenever I, I fell in love with podcasts back in 2015, actually, um, I just remember that year so vividly. And I remember, you know, certain specific podcasts that I listened to from the beginning. So once I started this social media business, which is fun, love media, um, I started doing this kind of work and I was just part-time. I thought, why not toss the podcast in here and we'll talk about social media. Um, that sounds amazing. And it's one of the coolest things I've ever done. I'm sure you agree. It's just, yeah just being able to talk to people all over the world and people list knowing that somebody's like, like you're in their little earbud, like they're doing something like it's so intimate. Right. Oh, I know. And it's like every week, like I say to the journeyers, how thankful I am for them, but I just don't think I could ever express no. like how thankful you are. Like it's, it gives you chills when you see who tuned in, like, you know, yeah. I don't see who, but like how many it's, it's incredible to think that many people want to hear what I'm saying? Like, and join me on this ride. Like, it's crazy. I'm finding your story so amazing right now because it's like, you weren't a social media manager. You didn't go in with that intention and you unknowingly were like branding yourself pretty much. Right. Right. Exactly. I I was, I was showing up on social media because as, as a mom, when my kids were so little, I, of course I loved social media as we know, but I would try, I would dabble in little things because while I actually from the age of 16 worked in my dad's business. So I'm a family business person. Um, I still help him with his sales tax, whatever dad needs, but, (laughs) but, you know, so to me, the thought of having my own business was like, you know, I, I was still working for him, like just, I don't know, four years ago. I mean, not that long ago. And the thought of having my business was like, I want to have my own thing. This is so exciting. And I would try little things. So way back when, in the early days of social media, I would try, like, I tried like skincare and I'll try a business like that, you know, <laughs> all these things. And, um, and it was a way to like get on social media and just like do stuff basically. Yeah. So 
friends started noticing this, like I'm posting things and I have videos, like, and they started asking me to do this and I can't believe it turned into a business, but yeah, it did. And then started the show, um, back in 2019 to stay in the social media topic, you know, and then started, um, small biz social society and, um, the middle of 2020 in August, 2020, um, which is also quite frankly, one of the best things I've ever done in my life. So it's all a theme of social media. And it really all was born from the fact that I just love to be in front of an audience. And this was this beautiful way to be in front of an audience, even though I didn't go and be in front of an audience the way I thought I felt so, um, I felt so like maybe I missed my chance a lot of times. I'd be like, oh crap, Brittany, you're you know, I'm 41 now, but I'd be like, God, you're pushing 40. Like, what are you going to do? Go to Hollywood and take your babies. Like, you know, and I would, I would be hard on myself. Like, what the hell did you do? You missed out on your chance. You didn't try hard enough or whatever. Um, and then social media turned into this way to perform for millions, help people grow a business, like all in one. Yeah. Amazing. I, I so can relate to that because I remember it was my senior year of college and I had the dream that I was going to go to New York city. And I was going to be on a show like friends. Like I was just going to audition for sitcoms, TV. Like I was in it. Yeah. 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 The reels, the whole thing, you know? And then it was like, I think the month that I was graduating, I was in my mom's bedroom and I just like sat on the floor sobbing. Like what the F am I doing? Like I have all this student loan debt. I'm not ready to bust my ass working tables. Like, you know, like auditioning, like I just, and I realized like it wasn't the life for me, but I loved the creative element and the piece of me that like I put could put into it, but being in theater and acting just wasn't for me full time. And I feel like it's like the same for you. Like this was a way, like with my podcast and you got this journey to incorporate that creative side of theater that I love so much and not have it be like, Oh, it's gone. It's done because I didn't fully, fully go through with that. Right. It's it's so true. And it's it's all a lesson in itself, actually, because you used to hear this kind of crap, like people like motivational speakers that come into your high school or whatever, talking all these messages that you can't relate to at all yet. And once you start living life, you start realizing that those people had a point and something, something like um, something like this in my experience where, where I had this big, just like so many people listening right now, I had this huge dream and goal and it was I just had to make it happen. I literally didn't want to do anything else in my life. It was a very big deal to me. I didn't go do that specific thing. The the path changed and the road is windy and all these things and bumpy, but I still have, I I still managed to arrive at a very similar destination, Yeah, but just in a totally different way than what I expected. So I encourage like somebody out there, if, if things are twisting and turning and changing and the path is getting different than what you thought. You could still get to the destination or some version of it. It doesn't have to be like a straight line or the exact way you thought it would be. You know, yes, I have. I literally have chills like running down my legs right now because I feel like I can so relate to you. Like this is me where it's like and, and it's true. You know, I think for a long time, for a lot of us, like you have your idea on this one dream, like you're so set and you believe that's 100 percent what you're going to be doing. And then when it doesn't happen, like. I went through, like, I was a bit depressed about it. You know what I mean? I was like, and what am I going to do? And it's, there's a bit of embarrassment that comes out of it too, because you said you would do this thing and now you're not doing that. And it could feel so defeating, but you're so right. Like the way life takes you, you may not know you're going right to where you want to be anyway. You just are taking a different way of getting there. Right. Yep. Yeah. That's, and that's exactly what happened specifically in the past two years. Right. So that's when the Peloton stuff starts. Okay. So, that was my next question. <laughs> when does the Peloton come in? <laughs> so, okay. So, you know, I've got fun, love media, I've got clients, um, 
you know, a small amount of them. Um, maybe there were like four or something. And um, I started the show, started the podcast, still doing the social media thing. Quick question. Um, yeah. What was your following at at that time? I'm just curious. Hmm. Um, I mean, I golly, I was I was stuck under 3,000 Instagram followers for a really long time, like a really long time. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like you like, like blew up like quickly. But so that's why I was curious. Cause I feel like before this, there had to be something where you were like, I don't know, in the same boat as me or the same boat as somebody else who's listening. Yes. You I know? Was, yes. I might. Yes. It, that's exactly what happened. And it all has to do with the, with the Peloton story basically. So, so I'm doing this work, this social media work and the show and everything. Um, and then, you know, the pandemic starts in early 2020 and it just so happened that like, well, it was January, January, but well, that's not when the pandemic, but January, 2020, I got my Peloton treadmill <laughs> and no, it's not an ad, but yes, Peloton, you can call me. Um, <laughs> and that's whenever it came in, I'd had the bike already for a year, loved it so much. And I saw this amazing beast of a treadmill. And I was like, uh, told my husband, Ryan, I was like, you know, it's just a matter of time before we order one of these. Right. <laughs> and so it came in in January, 2020. And again, not an ad, but I remember the way it felt because it's just a different kind of treadmill. That's that's beside the point. But it, but it matters in the sense that the way that the treadmill felt under my feet, the way it was made, I was like, this feels like this feels good. This feels different than because I had this old ass treadmill before that. And I thought, this is amazing. I feel like I could just jump up and down on this treadmill. Like I could just do all kinds of things on this treadmill. And sure enough, um, right when the pandemic started, one day I just was like, just set up the camera and do a video on the treadmill. I don't know. I'd already done a few videos on the bike and it's so funny watching back those old ones. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Brittany, that was okay. Not the best, but it's okay. It's okay. We got to start. And, and so I thought, well, you know, you did little dances on the bike. May as well do it on the treadmill. This is fun. And I did. And I started sharing these videos and I tried to make them better and better. I just kept sharing. And people at the time, as we all know, we were all probably all still very confused, but we were all very, very confused. Um, there was a lot of weird stuff going on right in the world. And I think that there was an extra need for joy. Um, and I wanted to provide that. Cause I feel like that's like, that's my calling. Like that's what, that's probably, you know, the TV thing that all makes sense as to why I would want to do that. And so I was like, just keep dancing on this damn treadmill. People are laughing. They're liking it, whatever. Let's do this. And the videos just started to blow up. And I just was like, this is the weirdest shit ever. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what's happening in my life right now. Um, and they really did. They started blowing up. And so I continued to, of course, dance on the treadmill on the bike and even on the ground sometimes, um, in these videos on TikTok and reels. And this is like a little social media insight thing for somebody. If this is helpful, you know, I needed, I needed the right tool right? So for so long, I was stuck within my own personal brand and on social media of just like in this kind of like mediocre spot. And I didn't have what I needed because what I needed was music. I needed pop music. I needed fun. I needed, you know, I needed to be able to do this thing that I know how to do. And I couldn't figure it out. There are all the damn copyright rules. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) I can't handle this. This is too much. And here comes TikTok. And you are 100% allowed to use this music in your videos. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, I mean, and that's the truth. So I think sometimes the people, when they ask me about social media, like how they can, 
you know, do better and stuff. I'm like, well, are, what are you using? Like, what, what are you using? What platform are you using? What, what are you doing? Are you playing to your strengths? I think people just think that like, well, this is my job. So I should go on social media and talk about my job and then teach people how you do my job. And that's all that, but that's not it. You know, you can do what you want on social media. I mean, I grew my business exponentially by dancing on a damn treadmill. I mean, really, I have clients reach out to me. (laughs) I just got a new one last month because they found me on the treadmill. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's about just leaning into your natural strengths and passions and showing up on social media that way. And that's what I did. And as soon as I did that, sure enough, it was like magic. Right. And so going viral, which is a whole trip in itself and all these things in the audience growing, like you said, and that's just been like over the, you know, these last two years. Yeah. You know, it's refreshing to hear you say that because I did ask people for questions that they had to ask you and we'll get to those at the end, but some of them were about all these rules around social media right now of sharing your business, sharing what you do, do a static post or real static post, real, you know, like all these different rules, when to post, when not to post. And, you know, those are a ton of questions there, but people are getting so like overwhelmed that it's blocking them. And like, what I love about your page is number one, I literally have not seen anybody else doing what you're doing. Like, I do not know of any other page of somebody who's dancing on their biker treadmill. Like you are literally the only person doing it. But I feel like you, you confidently and authentically are always, always showing up as you. And whether you are talking about business or you're doing something with your husband, or you're doing something with your daughter, your son, like it's always you, like, you know what I mean? I think people are just struggling with that right now. Right. I I even struggle with that to know what do you put on here and what do you not put on here? Like what's meaningful and what's not like, and we could get so overwhelmed with all these questions. Yeah, you're right. And there's so much advice out there. Like, I mean, I, other people that, that work in social media, like I do, um, there's all kinds out there that are giving advice. And some of the advice is good and some advice is bad and some in between, and some of it's kind of weird and some of it's hard to understand. So I understand the overwhelm, but you're right. I've, I've just shown up as me. And if somebody, maybe it helps. Like if you think about it as like, like a TV personality, like from back in the day when we were kids. Right. So like some TV personality that, you know, from your hometown, like somebody that was a business owner that they showed up in the local commercials or maybe the news anchor person or something like that. Like, and not that you're going to be fake, right? But you are you are focusing on certain things when you show up on social media and it's called branding yourself. You have to have focus, right? So that's why people are like, oh, pick content pillars and stuff like that, which I teach as well. Like you choose the specific things you really want to talk about or do on social media and you stick to those. So that's what I mean. It's not like, it's just that you can't include everything. You can't talk about everything all the time. So you choose your thing and you, and you, look at it that way. Maybe that's helpful to, you know, TV personality. I don't know what else to call it. Or like back in the day, it was like spokesperson, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's very hard to get all the different social media advice, but what I have found is that as soon as I just dropped all the crap that bored the hell out of me, like, look, no offense, but I don't want to, I don't want to make a video and teach you how, how to make an Instagram reel. I don't, I just don't, I don't want to do it. (laughs) I have a business, I have a business where we do that and we can do it for the business. But when I show up as me, I don't want to be that person. I want to show up and I want to have fun and I want to dance or maybe make you think or feel, or even cry. Sometimes I want to do that. So I think if everybody just thinks about what do you even just want to put out in the world? Like what is your message, you know, just in general, and what do you want to contribute? That's what you should be doing on social media. Unless 
now, if, if you want to be the educator, right? So like you want to teach like how you do your job or whatever you do, then do it. That's cool. But if you don't, and you're like, Ugh, I don't really want to get on here and tell everybody real estate tips just because I'm a real estate <laughs> agent. You don't have to, it's okay. Yeah. Do if you know how to juggle fire. Um, I suggest you get your ass on social media and juggle the fire <laughs> because that's exciting and you love it. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. just show up doing whatever. And then you sprinkle in talk of your business, making sure people know that's what you do for work because when they like you so much, cause they're going to like you so much, then they're going to want to hire you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and I know so many people who are in your program right now, like so many of my friends who have been a part of small business society and they love it and people gravitate towards you because I feel like it's, I don't know how to like word this, but it's like, you're approachable, you're relatable. I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to Brittany and she's going to like rip me a new <laughs> asshole. Like <laughs> I feel like everything's no. <laughs> going to be okay. But I feel like that's what like people like as well is that like they, there's a level of comfort that you bring to, to what it is that you do, no matter how many followers you get. I think you're just somebody who like we can relate to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you. That's nice to hear. Um, yeah, I think so too. And I think that, um, and, and probably a bunch of, uh, business, uh, experts and coaches would, would advise me to not handle a small business society the way I have, but I, I, it's still small enough that I can. So I do. So what I mean is like, I created this community of people that are in this membership and it's for social media presence. That's the whole point is to, is to work on everybody's social media presence and stand out. And I'm like answering direct messages every day. Like, mm -hmm. and, and you know, and I don't have to do that. That's not part of the program, but like, I just want to have these relationships, you know? And so, and that's a beautiful thing about social media. It's not that it's not just that it's like a stage. <laughs> it's that, it's so cool. These people, not just in the membership and, and outside of the membership. I can't believe that. Like I have friends all over the place yeah. and people that I truly care about just as much as I care about somebody in real life that I've never even seen in person, you know? And I think having creating this membership to, to help business owners, of course, cause it's like a low price, like it's a low cost way to, you know, get help. And that's great. But the bonds that you form when you have that kind of tight community, on social media, it's just like nothing compares to that. It's just the most beautiful thing ever. Yeah. I, I, I cannot agree more because a lot of times what I talk about in here is like the importance of community and how you find a new circle with new things that you do. And like that circle could be somebody in Texas, you know, somebody in New Jersey, like it could be all over the place. You don't know who you're going to meet. I do want to go back though, because like when you started showing up, like you do on social media, you're going full out on your Peloton, like dancing, like crazy. Like, it's not like just a simple real, like point here, point here. Like you are showing up <laughs> hardcore. And I love that. But I do want to ask because, you know, at, before you got to the success that you're at today, I mean, what did your family, your friends, your husband, everybody think about what is Brittany doing right now? And then I also want to know how did it change once they saw, oh, damn, good thing she did that. <laughs> Well, first of all, a lot of my real life family and friends don't really know what the hell happens with me on social media. Um, that's what's so funny about it, isn't it? Like those of us, like you and me and a lot of people listening that show up on social media regularly have social media friends. Like it's so like the norm, mm -hmm. right? That's just normal life. And I wouldn't have it any other way, but I actually have so many real life people that I care about that like, don't really get it <laughs> still, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but I, I do, 
I don't know. I think that it was just like this natural thing or they're like noticing that I'm dancing on social media and I, everybody just kind of went with it. I don't know. Um, but it is interesting whenever now after seeing success with it and, and all these exciting things happen when I meet someone new. So an example is a mom friend, a new mom. We just recently moved. So new neighborhood and my daughter's friend's mom, I met her and, and I was like, when she told me that she was also on Instagram, I was like, okay, girl, <laughs> get ready. <laughs> you know, I kind of joke about it. Like you're, you're in for a little adventure because I know I'm just standing here talking to you like I'm normal, but you're going to get on Instagram and you're going to go, oh, um, she's different. Um, but she was very sweet about it. So that I find to be interesting, but my husband, Ryan is like the best. He's just always telling me, just like, you, you, you're a badass, you know, you're doing it. I mean, it's so sweet. So I have Aww. lots of love and support, even from those that don't totally understand the journey. <laughs> That's awesome. And I love seeing your videos with Ryan, by the way, like I love whenever he participates in the reels, especially the wine reels. I feel like that's where he yes. like makes his star appearance. Yes. So you've had such great success with this that Ryan was able to, to leave his job and be a stay at home dad. Is that correct? Well, he works, but it's not the same as what it was. So what happened with that was, I mean, 2020 it's, it's so wild, but it was actually a really exciting and great year for our family here in our home. Um, so while the video success was taking off with the Peloton stuff in particular in 2020, um, and then, um, and then that's the same year I started the, the membership right? Like literally the same month, actually, that I started the membership, he lost his job. And it wasn't a big surprise because in the construction world, because of all the crap going on, a lot of people were losing their jobs and he was starting to hear things. And so good news, I guess we weren't totally shocked, but this is a man, a grown ass man that has done since he was 18 years old and he's 43. So for all this time, that's what he did. He worked in construction, like industrial construction. Like I said, you know, like early mornings and all this stuff and, and had to just do what they told him to do, like, and had that life. And that's all we ever knew. And when this happened and he lost his job, he had already been pretty unhappy in that kind of work for a little while and, you know, wish there was a way out, but just couldn't quite figure it out. And when this happened, he called me that day. And he said, it happened. So, and so to talk to me, all these things he's on the way home. And I was like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. And he said, so what do you think? Like, do I just start tomorrow and start finding a replacement job or is this our chance? And I was like, this is our chance. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I feel like that's such a pivotal moment and question. Huge. (laughs) huge moment. I will never forget that phone conversation and I have a crappy memory. So it's pretty (laughs) impressive that it, that it made such an impact. But, um, and so long story short, we essentially, I mean, we essentially switched places because, you know, I was working part-time in social media in my, in my business and he was the full-time. And so I was like the more primary parent. So, you know, so we swapped. So he went to just working, uh, well, I mean, eventually like it took a, month or two, but you know, he went to working part-time and like being the dude that picks up the kids from school while I'm still working and totally splitting other things like meals and homework and just all this stuff, but then totally taking over laundry, which by the way, he's very good at laundry and I am not, (laughs) Um, but you know what I mean? Like this role reversal in our household. And this was huge because we've known each other for 20, 20 plus years and we never knew this life. 
And it was scary at first because I had only so much time <laughs> to replace his entire income. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you only have so much money um, put away for that kind of situation. And so did this like kick your business into high gear? Like I've got to make this work. Like, yes. And and that's what, and every works differently. But for me, like the, that pressure was what I needed. I needed, and I told him before this all happened, I said, if ever you want to give me help, give me this chance to like work together to where I can do this. I know what I can do with this business. I know what I can do with it. I was so confident in that, but I, I was not confident in doing what I knew needed to be done to make it such a success while also being the primary caregiver for the kiddos. Like right. it would have been, I, and lots of people do that, but I knew I, I wasn't going to just be working. Like there, it was, was going to be a big deal, lots of hours, lots of effort. And so thankfully he was cool with trying this out <laughs> and we agreed upon it and we're a good team and we swap places and sure as shit, I did it. And it took, um, we did it. I should say, um, it took, I don't know how long it took for like five months. Wasn't that incredible. bad? Incredible. All from I social mean, media marketing, right? Yeah. So I just, I needed more clients because we actually have like, I say we, cause now I have a small team. I was by myself for a long time, but so we have like done for you services. You know what I mean? Like, so social media management, actually creating content for businesses and all that stuff. So I had to go from, I had to like more than double my client base or at least, you know, about, um, to get to where I was, you know, meeting his, his income. So I did that and it was an amazing feeling, but it was, um, I did a podcast episode on it where I cried. Look, I, <laughs> I don't cry a whole lot on, on a podcast or in public, but talking about the pressure of the, the beauty and the pressure of yeah. being in that situation, anybody, anybody that, that finds himself in that situation where suddenly your children's like, like well being is literally your responsibility. I had never felt that. And he had never felt the pressures that he was feeling having to be with the kids so much more and doing all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, and, and so I just grew the freaking thing and he was super supportive. And now it's been, you know, however long it's been a year, almost a year and a half that we've been doing that. And it's the best thing we've ever done. You know, it's incredible. I mean, I watch your story and it's like, I'm rooting for you and cheering you guys on. Like your husband is able to have such a better quality of life. I can only yeah. imagine because of the sacrifices that you've made, you guys were able to move to the city that you'd already always want to be in. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 We live. We always wanted to live in the city and it's so fun. That's a whole other story, but it's so funny because people are like, why'd you move? You know, they always expect it's like for a job or whatever, or family or something. I'm like, just because it felt like it. That's amazing. <laughs> and, like um, your dreams are just like coming true because of this risk that you took and just the way that you decide to show up. Right. I, I just think it's fascinating. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's really, really scary. So I, anybody listening that's thinking about that, it's funny whenever I share this story about Ryan and I, you know, doing this role reversal thing, um, I hear from people that are like, I, I want to do that so bad, or maybe I will finally do that or whatever. And I know just like, you know, big changes like that, whatever your situation, it's not going to be exactly like ours, but making a big change. And you set, like you said, it's like a risk and you, there's a lot of sacrifice and there's, a, there's just a lot involved. And like, I think maybe some people are under the impression that to reach whatever level of success that you 
are aiming for that. It shouldn't be hard. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're waiting for more money, more time, the, the better, like right. know, so, so, right. situation. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, it, it, it's hard. Like it was, it was really hard. Um, and, and while it was really hard, I mean, it's still not always easy because it's still like a new life for us. Right. But while it was really hard, especially in the beginning, also is really beautiful. And as a grown woman at the age of 40, I guess at the time, it was the first time I ever had a chance to just pursue my own thing full on without a bunch of boundaries. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, it took me all the way until I was 40 and this is not a, nobody made me, this is not a, somebody help me back story. It's not like that at all. I chose because I wanted to work less and be with my children all the time, but it's just so cool to then kind of shift and get experience that whole other thing. And to look at my kids at Christmas and know that I did that. Yeah. Like what, you know yes. what I mean? It's, it's a wild and wonderful feeling. Yes. I, I love your story so, so much. And, you know, while you're talking about the pressure and the beautiful moments, but also scary moments, I really do love how you share your struggles with panic attacks, anxiety, things that I struggle with as well. And I'm curious through all these risks and different things you were going through. I mean, how did that impact your mental health? You know, that's a really good question. Um, I feel like uh, well, so a little backstory. So I I've had panic attacks off and on for like forever for like since 2005, however many years that is, um, and, uh, health anxiety. So, you know, like where you're extra worried <laughs> that, you know, maybe you have a disease or injury or whatever. Right. So it's interesting being that person in the middle of a pandemic. Cause I started to worry. Cause at first I did, I mean, like Googling everything, really bad, 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 negative thoughts. But somehow I just, I think I've got to credit this social media journey and this, the Peloton videos and all that specifically with being almost like my own extra form of therapy, because I had this like specific purpose, like, well, look at this. These people want to watch these videos and they think it's fun. And I think it's fun. And it was this positive thing I was doing that was new at the exact same time, there was a pandemic happening. And I think that I'm just so lucky that that happened like that because it helped me. I, I, I feel like I did pretty well during all that time, like, you know, mental health wise, but I'm not with that. I mean, I, I still struggle plenty, you know, like, like you see, like my, you can see my ear that gets hot from just talking yeah, in a presentation in person. It doesn't matter. Like there's all kinds of anxiety things happening all the time. But you, you know, I mean, I just think I got lucky that I was able to like use that as a positive thing to help me. Yeah. You know, I, I get the same thing. Like I'm wearing like a high sweater right now, but if you saw my chest, it doesn't matter if I'm talking to somebody who's I'm comfortable with or not, I'm breaking out in hives. Like it's just when yes. I talk, I don't know what the freaking deal is, but I, <laughs> I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I totally agree with you. Like even though there's like pressure and stress, it's such a creative, positive outlet. It's almost like, like you said, therapy where it's yeah. helping you in a way. And, and I really do appreciate that, but you know, with owning a business and like moving on up and everything, there's different stress, different pressures. Like, do you find that it just continues to be like the blessing and positive thing in your life? Or do you find with like every new level, there comes like new 
anxieties or things with it. I'm just, yeah. 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 No, that's a good question. So, I mean, I think that any, um, not any, most, most of the added pressure that starts coming on as you start, um, reaching certain levels of success, um, is usually brought on from ourselves. Yeah. So, Um, I've always been like that. I've always, my parents never had to get on me about a bad grade because I was on it. I did not want to have a bad, you know, so, so I have self-discipline, but the thing is, is that then we can be hard on ourselves and that can create more anxiety. So it's interesting as for example, if like I have a video go viral, it's very great, very exciting. That means that more people saw it. So maybe more people smiled and this is all good news, but then things get quiet eventually, right? If you don't have 10 million followers, it's bound bound to go down. And that ride has been interesting. Um, It can feel really sad after you've been on this high on social media and then, and then it goes down, but um, you just have to get better at, at knowing that it's a roller coaster ride. And so any kind of, I think, successful type of journey is a roller coaster ride. But I do feel like I am the one <laughs> that will cause myself extra anxiety in this journey. And luckily, because I know not everybody's lucky enough to have a partner, but luckily when I feel that, Ryan will help me with that and talk about like, no, you're being too hard on yourself. You're stressing out for nothing. It's going right. to be okay. you know. And then you learn over time more lessons like just as a business owner where you can shift your mindset, for example, from feeling like an amateur kind of and being desperate for money and clients or whatever and work to, I am not desperate. Absolutely not. There's always somebody else that's going to buy my thing and everything is not riding on this one moment, but it took time to get to that mindset, you know? Yeah. You know, with social media, I think especially there definitely is mindset tricks that we have to do. I mean, I'll admit it myself. Like there's been times where I've had a real go viral, right? Like 250,000 views. It's like, oh my gosh. Right. And it feels so good. And then your next reel is only a hundred and you feel like shit. Like, and it's crazy because like, it really shouldn't matter. And it's like, there's so many mindset tricks I've had to do with myself just because that can really feel like a judgment of like, your success in a way, like, you know what I mean? Social media. I think a lot of people, it's hard. Like you see the views, the likes, the people get all this stuff and there's this comparison that's happening. Um, so for people who struggle with that, what would your advice be? Well, I, I actually have interesting advice on the topic of numbers with social media. Um, it may be, it may sound like an unpopular thing to say at first, but hear me out. Numbers do matter in certain situations for certain reasons. So nothing is ever black and white. So like we were talking about earlier, like all these social media experts with all this amazing advice all the time, there's not really blanket advice. That's not, you know, there's basic stuff like right now, Instagram says use five to seven hashtags. Okay, fine. We can all, we can all adopt that if we want to, but otherwise it's about each individual journey. So let me give you an example. Someone like me that has a podcast and that's working on writing a book you want to reach a lot of people. Like that's literally a thing that matters to reach certain levels of success in those particular things, right? Therefore, I want to do activities on purpose to increase the following. Um, As long as I'm showing up authentically and they're really liking the real me, then it's all good. It's working. And I want that. But see, 
not everybody has that goal. So like, if you don't need to like appeal to the masses, then you don't need to worry about having like the same amount of views that I'm trying to worry about. You know? Yeah. I also feel like people like the way that we look at views on social media, isn't how we'd view them in real life. Like I I have to tell myself (laughs) that where it's like, Oh crap. I only got a hundred views. If I was doing that dance in front of a hundred people right now, I think I'd poop myself. Like, (laughs) (laughs) right. No, you're totally right. It's, it's, it's definitely a skewed perception that we have and that's natural. It's going to happen in, in, in social media and that's okay. And I, I just want to express to people that like, while you shouldn't only obsess over numbers. When you have a good number happen, go ahead and celebrate it. It's fine. Celebrate it. But you have to work on your mindset overall to one, like I said, know what your freaking goal is because you may not need to have 20,000 followers. You may not need to have a hundred thousand views. You may have a type of situation, a business or brand where smaller numbers are totally fine because you only have so much bandwidth to even sell to this many people. You know what I mean? Like it just depends on the situation. And then also, like I said, celebrate when you have any sort of a win, of course, but on social media, don't be ashamed to celebrate that, but you have to know that so much is out of your control when it comes to social media, you show up and you do your best and you always work to improve yourself that's it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you can't control everything in Instagram land and everything in TikTok land and how people are, the algorithm is working that day or whatever. You just can't control that. Yeah. And that's okay. I love that. Especially because like somebody with anxiety, there's so many times that I need to accept the fact that there's things I can't control. Like, you know what I mean? And, yes. and there's so many times where you're trying to figure out like, what's the answer? How do I get there? And I think that like release of that pressure on yourself is like, the best way to get through that for anybody who's listening and struggling with that. Um, so I definitely want to make sure we get to some of the journeyer questions that came through. So I'm going to go ahead and pull those up journeyers. Thank you so, so much for sending in your questions today. If you want to be a part of the fun for future guests and future episodes, just make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at you got this underscore the journey and submit your questions for all future guests. So thank you for the ones you submitted today. Um, so Brittany, we have a few questions that came through. First one is how are you so confident in your reels? (laughs) (laughs) You heard me say that I started dancing when I was three. So that's helpful. You have to keep that kind of thing in mind too, with social media is that you don't know everybody's life. You don't know. And that can go a lot of different ways. Obviously you don't know everybody's, you don't know everybody's whole story. So I have a lot of practice being in front of audiences. And that's, I mean, my feeling in my heart is a big chunk of my calling on this earth period. So that's why. So don't be so hard on yourself. Like, did, did you do all the things I did for the last 35 years? You know what I mean? Like people are so hard on themselves because they're not right where someone else is, but we're all different, but mm-hmm. I will give you some tips on confidence. It's funny. I was just doing something for the membership with a guest talking about confidence. So it's fresh on my mind. Um, to help yourself though, with the confidence specifically with reels, let's say is to one, you always have to remember that you are going to judge yourself most likely more than anybody else. Like people just aren't thinking about you as much as you think, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like people are not there picking you apart the way that you think that they are. Um, and if they are, then you don't need them in your life. Um, so, so know that you are harder on yourself most likely than anybody else. And, um, 
people are just like, oh, look, she did a video. Huh, cute, cool. And they scroll, right? So I think there's so much pressure because we just assume that the world is going to be so hard on us. And that's just not always the case. Most of the time, that's not the case. And also start small, right? Like you don't have to just suddenly hop on your treadmill and do a dance, you know, do something that's a little bit more calm. You know, if you're scared of showing your face um, and you're, you're say you're a food blogger um, and you don't want to be just like talking all the time on camera because it makes you so nervous as hell, then show the video of you making the food. And at the very end, a quick shot of your face where you're taking a bite the end, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like there's ways to, to ease your, yourself into that situation. Yeah. Find your own confidence. And, and just like Brittany said, I think it's so important. Like we don't know everybody's journey to how they got to where they are both. Right. Good, so there may bad. be a great explanation <laughs> as to why this person is so good at this or so not good at that or whatever. And, um, and you can just find your own little way, way to do it. And, and when you actually, this is a life lesson, but it applies to social media. When you actually do what you say you're going to do, like if you tell yourself, okay, I want to do this reels thing for sure. And I really, I really want to do three every single week then do three every single week, (laughs) pull through for yourself, keep the promise to yourself. And you're not only going to build up your confidence, but you're going to kind of like make an expert out of yourself because you're being so damn consistent. Right. Right. Just do the damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Second question. I feel like there are so many rules on social media, when to post, not to post hashtags, you name it. Do you think that that stuff really matters when it comes to posting your content? Um, for most of that, no, I don't. Um, I think that those are, what would you call that? All those little things are the accessories. Maybe, you know, hashtags are pretty important still on Instagram, but don't use 30. Just don't even bother. Just use five. You'll be fine. Um, but I would say those are kind of like accessories to your outfit, right? All this like posting time and, and choosing, you know, all the little details, but what the, the, actual ensemble is the main thing. I'm not a fashion person. Why am I using a fashion reference? I don't even know, (laughs) but is the actual messaging and the actual, your actual, like not appearance, like physical appearance, but just like appearing and being there and showing up and delivering that message and being bold enough to do so and being real. That's the, the, the meat of everything. Right. And then all this other stuff is just extra stuff to make the little tweaks. You get into your groove you show up on social media. You have to have your shit together when it comes to the stuff that comes before that. I think a lot of people show up on social and they're like, all right, I'm here to make some videos and let's just see who wants to offer me some money because I'm so amazing, (laughs) but (laughs) it doesn't work like that. So you want to try to get your ducks in a row behind the scenes. People just don't talk about this enough within your business and your brand, even if you're just starting, even if you don't even have a client yet, it's okay. You need to know what the purpose is of what you're doing, what your message is, who you're trying to serve, get all those ducks in a row and then show up on social media in, you know, being yourself and, and make those little tweaks along the way. Like maybe it will be better if you just post in the mornings, mm-hmm. not. it's trial and error. I just think that people get caught up in that And I mean, you don't know how many times I get asked about hashtags. It's hilarious. Like people are obsessed with hashtags. (laughs) Well, and I think there's like so many social media rooms right now where people are like, look at your analytics, your insights, like when to post, not that like, so there's like, I feel like there is a lot of pressure like out there, you know what I mean? Right. So it's refreshing to hear you say that. There's truth to it somewhat. But the thing is, is that make, you know, 
make sure you've got your priority straight basically. So mm-hmm. make sure you've got, you feel solid about your business and brand behind the scenes. Like what the hell you're even doing? What are you even selling? How can people buy it? Like what is even, should they read your blog? Where do they go? What's the link? All the basic stuff, have that solid show up on social. And if you are a beginner or you're kind of refreshing or you're kind of lost, then you're going to have to figure out those extra details along the way. Unfortunately, it's a long game. Social media organic growth is a long game. So you will find maybe it is better for you to post at night and maybe your analytics do say that, but don't let that, um, don't let that take over and like be an obstacle and and keep you from doing something, Mm -hmm. you, you know, on social. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that guys. This is such good advice. I hope that you are taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Final question. Um, do you show up on the days that you don't feel like it? Yes, I do. But I, I was curious about this answer too. I'm like, Hmm, I wonder, no, I do, but you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of my job. I don't have to, I don't have to dance on a treadmill, but I've made a lot of money from, from people finding me doing it. You know what I mean? So, so it it is, it is a part of my work and it's accidentally a part of my overall marketing (laughs) strategy is dancing on social media. I didn't know that was going to happen, but I, I do show up on days that I don't feel like it. There's not, I don't think I have a humongous amount of days that I don't feel like it. I think I'm lucky in that sense. And it just goes back to the performer thing. I, I like it. I like being in front of an audience and I know not everyone is like that. Yeah. So here's what, here's what I would say about that. If, uh, of course, if I had an actual serious personal thing going on or it was really severe anxiety, I mean, I would, I would not probably bother posting to my Instagram story. So that's a given if something actual like serious or severe is happening. But beyond that, if you're just like, ugh. I don't really mess with this. Well, I don't know. Are you depending on that to feed your family? Cause you better show the hell up. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, then maybe you have more flexibility. It's another thing where it's like, it depends on the situation. In my case, like I just, I need to show up. Like, I can't just be like, I'm taking an Instagram break for two weeks. See you later. I, that's not, you know, it's just not a thing, but I think it also depends on someone's goals. If you think that you're going to, see so much success on social media by being inconsistent and not showing up just because you don't feel like it, assuming it's a minor issue that you're having, then you're wrong. You still got to show up. You, you see what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I just, it depends on what's happening. I hate to like, again, give blanket advice. If no. you have something serious happening, don't fine. You take care of what you got going on. But if, if you don't, and it's just cause you're just kind of in a bad mood that day, or you're like PMSing, well, get your shit together and show up. <laughs> no, I love this because it is, it, there's a very clear difference. And I've gone through both. I've gone through times where I'm like, I need a mental health break. I'm taken off. But other times I'm just like, where is the idea? Like, you know what I mean? You go through like a little <laughs> funk and I feel like right. it could be, you know, either of those. So I actually, you know, now have a question after hearing you answer that is like for people who do just go through those, maybe like funky, like creative times where it's like, what to post. I'm not in the mood, not feeling like it, where it's like, you still should be showing up. Like, how do you recommend people get out of that funk and find what it is to, to get out there? Well, here's a cool thing to think about. If you, um, you know, I was talking about like kind of getting your ducks in a row with your business and feeling solid with that. You can do the same thing with your content and you can batch content ahead of time where you are rarely in a situation in which you have to scramble at the last second and come up with something to post. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. There's so many people that 
just don't do that. And I look, I know it's not the easiest thing, but you know, anything worth doing (laughs) is usually not. And so you can take, um, this is more preventative measures, right? So when you have those days, you've covered your ass and I've had those moments, right. Where I'm like, Oh, thank God that I made eight videos on Sunday, because that means I don't have to be on camera today. And cause I look like crap or whatever. So think about that. Think about what you can do ahead of time to prepare yourself for those days because you're human and you're going to have days where you don't feel like getting on camera and saying hello to everybody, (laughs) being this on-camera personality. And that's totally cool. But if you're prepared, dude, you've got stuff to work with. If you, if you did take an hour and a half on Sunday and you did make videos and kind of got your, your stuff lined up, then you can have that kind of like off day without worrying that you've slacked in your business and that you yeah. didn't mark, mark it today. I mean, really that's the best way is preventative, but if you're in a situation where, um, you're in that funk and you don't have stuff prepared ahead of time, remember that we actually overcomplicate things on social media usually and in marketing in general. So showing up, you want to say, right, like you're just not feeling creative, but you do want to post something and you're not prepared because you used up all your videos or whatever, just, just calm down, take a breath and think of the simplest way you can show up and, and that you feel good about and do that. Right. It doesn't have to be a big production every time. It doesn't have to be a treadmill dance every time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have to say like batching content has helped me so much because like I coach at my gym Tuesday through Friday early in the morning. And so I find that Tuesday through Friday, when I come home, even after I get myself together, I'm not as ready to do content as I am on a Monday when I'm not having to get up early and go teach. So now Mondays are like batch recording day, just like get every idea out there. Cause like I'm in a good mood, ready to go. So like, I'm so with you on like that preparation, like getting yourself ready for the week and just like not feeling like you're scrambling, you know? Right. Right. Exactly. Cause that's a bad feel. I've been there. I'm a professional and I've been there. Like it's, it's everybody gets in these situations, you know, and, and it's not always easy and it, it feels it feels difficult when you're in a creative funk and and you don't really feel like creating anything. So yeah, just go ahead and cover your ass, try to batch things ahead of time. And if you're ever in a total bind, but you really, if you don't want to show up, you don't, I guess you don't want to force it, but if you really want to, then just choose something that's simple and choose the path of least resistance. Mm -hmm. And then you've accomplished your goal. You showed up and move on to the next day and it's okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Brittany, this has been such an amazing conversation. I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today. And I know that so many journeyers who are listening are going to want to be in touch with you, follow you on social media, see everything that you've got going on. So for the next few minutes, I just want you or however long it takes, there's really no like time limit on this, promote the shit out of yourself and just tell everybody where they could find you. Okay. Get ready for me to promote the shit out of myself. Um, my social media, um, hub is Instagram at Brittany Crossan. Um, I am also of course on TikTok. I am also on Facebook. I am also on LinkedIn. Just connect with me all over the internet. You can go to my website, Brittany to read more about all of the things I do, including my business fun, love media. If you actually need done for you services, um, and listen to the show, social sunshine podcast, uh, for free help with, I have, I have the, best guests. I have online marketing professionals and really, really cool content creators. Actually, I just, I'm so excited. These guys coming up that are on TikTok. Um, 
So really cool stuff about social media on the social sunshine podcast. And that is free advice and inspiration for you to listen to every Monday, a new episode comes out and my heart and soul right now, small biz social society, you can go to smallbizsocialsociety.com to learn more about the membership. It's a fantastic community of people. It's really special in 2022. We're actually going to have our first in-person event, which is getting finalized. It's smart people, creative people. And we're, I always say we rise up together because we're all in this together. I'm not just there teaching, teaching and and having these uh, trainings. And it's this rigid thing. Somebody posts something in that Facebook group, people flock to help, you know, well, I tried this and I did that. And it's just this beautiful thing that we're all in it together because bottom line entrepreneurship can be quite lonely sometimes. (laughs) So, um, definitely look at that and say hi to me on Instagram. Send me a message. Yes. You guys check Brittany out. Seriously. Everything that she has said, she's constantly providing awesome resources. And I can say from like so many people I know in her program who just rave about and say how beneficial it is, like check it out. So Brittany, before you leave today, did you bring a quote to share with the journeyers? Oh yes, yes, I did. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad I remembered it too. Cause I was so <laughs> afraid I was going to forget, but my quote that I really like is you'll turn out ordinary if you're not careful. <laughs> did I mess it up? Yes. You'll turn out ordinary if you're not careful. And, um, I just love that so much. And I think that people that are similar to me will resonate with that. Like, you know, everybody wants to be special and stand out in their own way. And, and I just think it's easy to, um, fall back and settle and things like that. So just, it's a reminder, like, you know, be careful and stand out like the star that you are. Cause we are, we're all beautiful little snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that quote. That's really, that's a really, really good one. And a new one have not heard that one yet. So thank <laughs> you so much. And thank you again for coming on our show today. We really appreciate it. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right, my journeyers. Well, thank you so much for tuning in for another episode. We will see you next week, but always remember until then through every high, every low, every positive, every negative, every up, every down, whatever it may be. Always remember you got this. <laughs> <laughs>